Tasia Lestrider dreamed of colour and woke to darkness. The waking was against her will, and she struggled. A grunt of pain sounded beside her. It's all right, a low voice said. You were having a nightmare. Tasia stared at the ceiling above her, slanted stone washed in shadow, and evened out her breathing. Her back ached, and twin flares of pain lit up her wrists when she lifted her arms. They were shackled with a heavy, dark material, bitterly cold against her skin. She reached for Umbra, for the shadows around her. Nothing happened. It was as if a pit had grown in her core, swallowing what made her a shade, a lestrider, a being forged from God's blood. It left her dizzy and weak, panicked. Flashes of memory like the winking facets of a gem, the unravelled cosmos of sky, the distant screams, the hands forcing her away and down, down into the underbelly of the bone palace, the lightsbane shoved over her hands and the person next to her. Tasia clumsily pushed Julian away and sat up. Fuck! Fuck! Why did you wake me up? Julian was mostly an outline in the dark, though she sensed his heat and smelled the dried sweat on his skin. Yet his eyes found hers, unearingly, the flecks of green in his hazel irises like glowing embers in a banked fire. You were thrashing, he said. I didn't want you to hurt yourself. Tasia scooted back until she could lean against the cold wall. Behind her eyelids hid an afterimage of a cyclone of colour, and in her ears echoed the faraway cry of a voice so familiar it made her chest ache. Braley, she rasped. She's a dreamwalker. She was trying to find me. I'm sorry. She wanted to hold on to that flare of anger, but there was no point in it. No way to tell how long they had been down here, or what was happening above. No way to contact anyone in Vitae unless Brady was able to locate her. The last she had seen of Vitae was the chaos of God's Night. In the aftermath, if there had been an aftermath, had Risha and Angelica shed their God's possession? Had Dante been able to escape? Were they even alive? Why am I alive? She murmured. Why hasn't he killed us by now? Julian settled down beside her. I'm still not entirely sure who he is. She tried to swallow, but her throat was too dry. She vaguely recalled Julian coaxing her to eat something that had been thrown into their cell, but it might as well have been air for how it filled her stomach. Ryan Seer, she said. Nick's younger brother. He, we all thought he died years ago. I don't know how he got here, how Foss possessed him. She shuddered at recalling Nick's presence within her using his power to close the portal her aunt had unleashed over Nexus. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. When Julian pressed his shoulder to hers, it was warm. Unconsciously, she leaned into it, the light's bane weighing down her wrists. Julian reached for her hands. Gently, 
So carefully he could have been handling a just-hatched fledgling, he adjusted the shackles and brushed a thumb over the welts they'd made on her skin. Why aren't you tied up? she muttered. Maybe he doesn't think I'm a threat. But she had seen Julian in the Bone Palace's courtyard. Eyes blazing green, pupils thinned to slits, black veins crawling over his skin. The bone-aching presence of him as she'd held him up. Foss was an idiot to not consider him a threat.